Hey everybody, it's Avery and I want to welcome you guys to my podcast, The Leap of Faith. I trust that you all had a great week and today we have a guest with us, y'all. We have my lovely aunt. Her name is Lisa. She has been a follower of Christ for as long as I could remember. And I've, you know, if you all remember, I'm 20-something years old. From 20-something years old, she's been a follower of Christ. So I figured... I would invite her here to talk to us because I feel like she would be a great person to help with this topic. So I'm going to just allow her to tell us a bit about herself. And Elisa. Hi, good evening, everybody. My name is Lisa Evans. And of course, like Avery Anderson said, I'm her aunt. And for all my life, like from 18 years old, I decided to give my life to the Lord. uh, Because for me, I saw no other way but through him. So from then on, um, I was in church, you know, doing the things of God um, as he lead and as he direct me through his Holy Spirit. Awesome. So today we're going to be talking about not compromising yourself for the world. We know um, the Bible calls for us to be in the world, but not of the world. And I think a lot of Christians get lost in the sauce of doing that, especially with what just happened with the Grammys and us having supposedly ambassadors for Christ on the front line there a lot of people eyebrows were raised and heads were turned by the display of some of our I guess prominent Christian people if you would say so I wanted us to talk and discuss about not compromising yourself like being in the world but not of the world so what do you think about that Annalisa? Well, that's a good question. Um, I could use me, for instance, being um, a follower of Christ for all of the years that I have been. Um, I've been faced with a lot of situations where I could have compromised, you know, take the, the easy road and compromise or did the right thing and walk righteously. But I've always decided to walk righteously, even though we know that doing that is just not easy. It only could happen through the power of God that lives in us, right? right. Um, so like Avery said, compromising is really not of God, definitely. And like she said, we are ought to be in the world, but not of the world. Uh, working in the secular world uh, where, you know, where we have more people that lives in the world than Christians, and we often come in contact with people like I could use this, for instance, I had one of my team members. She's like, well, Miss Lisa, why you don't go to this area? I said, well, you know, that's not my type of setting. You know, I'm not going to preach. I'm not going to tell anybody about the word of God when I go there. So what's the reason for me going? You, you understand? So that right there for me would um, compromise my status on where I stand in being in certain, um, I'm certain areas, certain atmosphere. I don't drink, so I ain't going to the club. I don't smoke, so I'm not going to be in an area where a bunch of people cussing and smoking unless God give me a word to give to them. Do I compromise myself just to be a part of that, you know, environment and just go and be a part of the event that they are having just because they want me to? Do I do that? Do I compromise myself and my standards for God by doing so? You no, know? No. And I agree, but you know what? You would have a lot of, um, I guess, say would be well why don't you take that as an opportunity to go and preach the word and try to bring people into the kingdom why won't you I, I would once being led by the Holy Spirit and I, I love that answer because people think that first of all they don't want you 
to push your Christianity on them. That's the mm-hmm. first thing. Definitely. But when you say that you're not going to go certain places, then they they rebut, oh, but you could use that as an opportunity. But at the same time, we are led by the Holy Spirit. That's Correct. what Jesus said, that he would have left with us, the Holy Spirit, to guide us when he left. So if we're not led by the Holy Spirit to go into these places, it makes no sense for us to be in an uncomfortable position when we're not going to yield any fruit. Not every day is about picking um, flowers. Some some days is about planting. planting. And if you're not planting that day, it, it, it makes no sense. If you're not going to pick flowers, it makes no sense for you to put yourself in an uncomfortable position. Right? I agree. And that's what I do to the best of my ability, not to uh, allow myself to be in compromising positions where I have to, you know, be like, oh, God, why? Why did I allow myself to do this when, of course, you knew better before, right? Right. So who, 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 would I, who am I listening to? Am I listening to the voices around me who don't have a, a care to serve God, or do I listen to God? Right. You understand what I'm saying? And it don't make me no better than them. It's just that I'm saved. You're on a different path. Right. You understand? i on the narrow path that leads to life. That's in my mind, the scripture. Yeah. And see, when you go on, on that broad path, anything kind of goes. Anything, anything back, up, back goes. up goes when you're on that broad path, what leads to destruction. So I, I prefer to walk that straight and narrow. Right. You know what I mean? Not too much turns and bumps. You got to go straight. When, you don't, when you're not going straight, does that mean I'm a, at a full stop? Sometimes you come to that place in your life where you are at a full stop, but you don't stop. You continue on going, but not to compromise your standards for anyone. You know, um, another thing too, what I normally would say is like, even now, if, say if I go to a club, um, people see me in there. See, we have to, too, protect our witness as believers, because when somebody passes and they see us in the club, they ain't even thinking like, okay, minister, and they're preaching. Oh. They'd be like, oh, what minister doing inside the club? Yeah, gonna do the know, hello. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. So they'd be like, what the minister doing in there? So again, you got to protect your witness. You right. understand what I'm saying? Because now when you go to preach to them, because some people like that now, when you go, well, you, I just see you in the club the other day, and you can come and tell me about Christ. Right. You have to protect your witness. I agree. You know, and not compromise yourself. I feel the same exact way because even... When I, before I fully gave my life to Christ, I always had a, um, uh, what, what, I always had a, a blessing to be able to dance. Like, I danced really well. And I felt the need to not minister because it's not just dance and it's not performance, performance it's ministry. Dance, just like a pastor preaching a word can bring breakthrough for people. And I felt in my spirit that I was not at a place where I should be ministering unto people. Because if I just come from the club Saturday night, where you want me to go on a pulpit dancing? That made no sense to me. And I hold myself off because, of course, sometimes we fall, but it's not you staying there. Like you say, you got to keep going. So once I got back to a place where I felt satisfied and God said, okay, I'm ready to use you again. I went back and I danced in ministry. So I completely agree with you there. Yes. Um, I was just um, reading something with Pastor Keelan Russell said. Pastor Keelan um, said, he said, we have been called out of darkness, according to the scriptures. When we have to look like and behave like the world to win them, we have lost. Yes. We have lost. Because again, back to what you said, we are in the world, but we are not of the world. So we have to use scripture, Bible-based 
word in order to get the people. You understand? Right. Um, a cert, you know, cert, I'm just kind of old school, you know, so um, I would wear a pants, but I would not necessarily want to go to church in a pants. And right. I'm not saying that anything is wrong with it, right. but it's just me because I am old school. And that's your standard. And that's me. Right, yeah. right. But so I don't throw that, I wouldn't throw that on somebody else to be like, oh, they ain't saved because they're wearing a pants. Right. You know what I mean? <laughs> in church, you know, yeah. because it's no difference for me wearing a pants now. But it's just my standard and my conviction for when I go in the house of the Lord, right. I need to have one something in case, you know, how we go when we get in that type of worship. We want to go acting crazy and, yeah. you know, we got to cover my legs. Yes. I don't want my shape be showing either, you know. <laughs> I agree. And I like that you said that that was your conviction. Everybody has their own conviction. Everybody's walking their own path. And I remember um, my husband and I were studying Romans and it said in the Bible, um, God rejected Esau. Now, what did Esau do? Nothing, because he said this from he was in the womb. But everybody has their own walk. Everybody has their own way that they're going to do things. Not everything is for everybody. So, yes, you may feel the need to wear a dress in church, but that may not be the same need that somebody else feels. And I think as Christians, a lot of us... Um, sometimes blur the lines as to what God told us for us and think it's for everybody. Everybody don't do that. Everybody doesn't do that. And I think that's, that's just a way of respect. God spoke to different people and gave them different instructions. Yeah. Just follow what it is God gave you. And if he have something for you to say to somebody, he will tell you that as well. Definitely, you know, definitely. And also Pastor Keelan went on to say, he said, there is a major difference in being wise to win not compromising to catch. We are called to love, never condemn. While we love and never condemn, our standards should never be affected. You understand? Right. Our standards should never be affected in what we accept as Christian and what we allowed as Christians. Okay? We have a sound and a nature, and we should identify them, you know, because we walk in to address the kingdom. So we should always... Um, beware as in Christ, if Christ lives in us, that should be from our lives. People should see that of our lives. Right. You know, every day we go into the world and our workplace, wherever we may go. Right. You understand what I'm saying? So, um, I, where I, like I said, where I work, we don't have much people there that are saved, you know, but of course, I'll have to be the light. Um, right. And when you said that, I got you, just like we was, we were talking about off of the mic, you are called to be the salt of the earth. Mm -hmm. You are supposed to stand out. You're supposed to be different. Your salt losing its taste, then that means you ain't doing something mm -hmm. right. Exactly. You should be able to pull that taste of salt mm -hmm. out anywhere you go. So if you're looking bland like everybody else, then clearly you are not um, doing what it is God called you to do. And also when you was reading with uh, Pastor Russell, uh, yeah, yeah said, um, what came into my mind was, oh, God, don't tell me I forgot it just now. <laughs> oh, yes, I remember now. What came into my mind was holiness is still God's standard. He didn't move the standard. The, the standard was not moved. So you can't say, oh, well, God is going to do this or God is okay with that. And God is, oh, and I can do this because no, 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 no. Holiness is still his standard. Nothing changed. He said he stand on his word. So you can't do that. We can't do that. We can't decide when it is we're going to play 
uh, and that's the thing. A lot of people play in church, but we can't decide when we gonna play Christian and when we gonna we gonna um be of the world. It, it's, you, you can't serve two masters at all. So we have to remember what Hebrews twelve and fourteen says to us: Holiness without no man shall see the Lord. Right. So that's a part of our living. We supposed to walk holy and righteous and upright before the Lord because that's our nature. Once being the salt of the earth, we got to walk in integrity. You understand? Because yes. again, we are representing the kingdom. You know, and if we are kingdom ambassadors, how are we putting ourselves out there as salt of the earth? Right. You know? And even so, in comments, in Christian content, when you're reading the comments, a lot of people, for some odd reason, non-believers, they're on there and they always troll and they always have something to say. And you know why? It's because some of the believers be... Riverbank, Riverbank, and it makes us look like hypocrites. It makes us look like we we don't know what it is that we're supposed to be doing. So how is it that you are living a certain type of life on a Sunday and Monday through Saturday you live in another type of life? And that's just why people feel the need or do not feel the need to give their life to Christ. Right, double standard. With God. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. It's a double, double standard. And once we are I'm pursuing God, then we should know, you know, that we have to make sure that both of our feet are grounded. Um, you know, because you know, we always hear the saying one foot in the world, one foot in the church, it don't work. No, it doesn't. Holiness holiness without which no man shall see the Lord. Amen. Mm-hmm. Um, I just had a snapple. Um, the same drink we was drinking. I don't know if you've looked under your cap, but they have little facts on it. And they said that bees um use the sun as a campus, mm-hmm. right? We as Christians are to be using the word of God as a compass. So are you reading your word? Yeah, that's a compass. That's that's your life. Right. That's your lifeline. I feel like that's how we supposed to um, you know, keep ourselves out of the world mm. while being in it. Mm-hmm. But I wanna ask you, what are your thoughts? How is it that a Christian or somebody who is trying to find Christ and live a, a standard that God would be accepted? Um, pleased with, how are they supposed to do that? How can they stay out of the world while in it? Like you said, through the scriptures. That's our principle and our guidelines on how we should live. It teaches us everything. And for new babes in Christ, I would admonish them to read um, the New Testament because it teaches us more about how we should live, how we should walk, how we should love, how we should forgive. The guidelines are there, you know. So once we are being, once we saying we are saved, um, um, trying to follow Christ, our guidelines is in the scriptures. Apostle Paul teaches us, if we read Hebrews and Ephesians, it teaches us how to live. We have to love, we have to give, we have to be long-suffering. You yes. understand what I'm saying? So the Bible teaches us how we should live one towards another. Um, as we talk, my mind went on... Um, that time I was sitting down, I was talking to her, and you know, we was talking about the Bible, and I was telling, I said, you know, again, you know, I think they had my my spirit little cross, you know, that day. Um, <laughs> now, me and she was mad for y'all, we in Caribbean. A <laughs> spirit was crossed. Yeah, so you know, we had just come from church, and I was like, no, you know, we this is have you go into church, you should have some conviction. Why are we coming out and doing these same things? Right. If you just come from under that powerful word. How come there's not, you know, convictions and you just jumping in? So, you know, she's like, so why are you think you're doing to do it? Like, because you say it, I say, no, it's what the word of God says. Yes. 
You know what I mean? It's what the word of God says. It's not me. It's nothing that I say because I is the first in bringing change. Right. The change comes through the word. Right. You understand what I'm saying? So I can come and be like, hey, Reed, listen, you need to do this. You need to do that as a Christian. But if this is my own will, this is my mind, yeah. or I'm telling you what Bible-based is. Right. So scriptures is our guideline. Um, to you, if a person is walking worthy of it, you would know. Because the scriptures tell us by your fruit, you would know them. So if somebody is a follower of Christ and do not know love, what, what, what would you think about that? Right. You know, as an individual, you mean like, like because... You know what the Bible say about that? If you can't love your neighbor who you could see, how you could love God who you can't see? He's and a liar. John 4, 7 and 8 says, He that loveth not, mm -hmm. knoweth not God. For God is love. So that's that's just the the um the number one thing in Christendom is once we give our lives to the Lord each day. I don't know if you could remember the Bible Sunday school voice um song we sang, read your Bible, pray every day mm -hmm. and you will grow. That grow. is actually right. Mm -hmm. That is actually spot on. Okay? Because if you neglect your Bible and you do not pray then that's when you're not feeding your spirit mind. Right. You understand? So definitely you're not growing. Oh, you want the money. So you want to, and then you wouldn't want to, why am I, yeah, you got to still be moving in the flesh because you're not feeding your spirit right. by reading the word of God. Right. Reading and praying every day like that little nursery rhyme would be taught nothing about, mm -hmm. but how deep that really is. Yes. Read your Bible, pray every day, and you will grow. Grow. So that's what I would tell somebody who um, just coming to know God, read your Bible. Pray every day, and you will grow. And it don't have to be a prayer where you're praying for 30 hours or 30 minutes. <laughs> Listen, it could be like Jesus wept, and he knows the sincerity of that coming right. from your heart. Yes. Listen, and as you do it every day, gradually, you could, you'll become a little more. But everybody ain't called that long right. intercessory long yes. prayer. But whatever it is you give the Lord, he can know the, the sincerity of it and, and receive it. I think people need to realize, too, um, prayer is just communication. So you could talk to God and, and even, so, hey, God, um, should I put on this or this today? He loves it. He loves to hear from us. He loves the fact that we think that his um, thought and what we think about whatever it is is so important, even the minuscule things like that. Um, but I just wanted to ask as well because we, like I said, we're, we're talking about, being in the world but not of the world and we know that we we can't we can't we can't go inside space right we, we, we got to be here mm -hmm. so we we work more than likely some of us work with um can i say heathens no way sinners with sinners okay. i would say sinners because they ain't saved all right then so some of us work with sinners. i would i would call i would call it <laughs> What do you call it, Annie? Tell me, tell me what you call it. Yeah, what do you call it? But um, we work with sinners. Yeah. We meet sinners every day. We meet people who try, especially when they know you as Christian, mm -hmm. try to try you. They try to try you, and they try to get you to fall and basically rest your Christianity down for them sometimes. So how how do we how do we do that in the different settings? And not even just work, I guess. Sometimes your family too. Everybody be trying you, really. Mm -hmm. That's the devil on assignment. That's what it's called. Seek, um, seek kill, and destroy. So mm -hmm. how do we, I guess, maneuver in these situations where we can't sometimes just walk away? Because we need money to eat. We can't just quit. No. 
Um, um, again, I could use me. I, I love to use me for examples because I think I've been through a whole lot where I could testify about so many things. Um, like for me, I work on a job where I really had challenges, challenges where, you know, the gangster in me is being tried, oh, you know, above the Holy Spirit. But who do I let dominate yes. that my spirit? Am I going to lash out and act like the world would intend for me to act? Oh, am I going to stand on the word of God? And when he says, get angry, but don't sin, sis, don't sin. Mm -hmm. You know, so remember my word, you can't sin. You could get angry, but yeah. sin not. So again, I'm still trying to walk in the character of God. So I have to step back and I have to, even if I had take a time out from around the individuals and go, out, you uh, know, no. go, the, and go, go in a different area from them where I would not walk out of character because at the end of the day, my main purpose is for the character of God to be shown in my yes. life. Don't care what I come in contact with, that the character of God be shown in my life. I think that's so important because a lot of people forget, and, and in this new age Christianity, a lot of people think that they could be ghetto. And I'm going to say ghetto because, you know, ghetto is, it's okay. I'm ghetto sometimes. <laughs> but they think that they could be, uh, I don't even know the word, like Peter, and cut off somebody's ear. <laughs> and they could be like Christ at the same time, and that's a no-go. It's a no-go. If we can be like Christ, we have to be like Christ. And then another thing that you said was, he said, you know, be angry but don't sin. We are allowed to be angry. It's okay. We have feelings. Mm -hmm. We are feeling see people. Mm -hmm. It's okay. Yeah. But it's it's just like you said. Who are you going to allow to dominate your spirit? Are you going to let the Holy Spirit dominate how you react to situations? Mm -hmm. Or are you going to let the spirit of evil come to you? And in the Bible, it literally said, let no part of your body be used for sin. So that is so important. And then mm -hmm. another thing. Um, we have to let the light of God shine through us in every situation because that's that's why they're trying you. Yeah, he said, let your light so shine that men may see your good works and glorify the Father, yeah. which is in heaven. Yes. So even though people mightn't give you props, they, they know, you know, they know. Yeah. I remembered um, an incident again, I said, I've been through it all, um, where, you know, people just used to come up against me, you know, and regardless, I showed the love of God. Yeah. And one time, one of one of the ladies, she got in a situation. Guess who she called to pray for her? Oh. Guess who she called? The same person Had she Had I not stood my ground as a believer in God and continued to walk kingdom, even though they trying to mess with me or, you know, trying to, you know, cause me to walk out of the character of God. Now, had I walked out of the character of God, then she would not have called for me to pray for her. There you go. Even even the the people who was her friends, they laugh like, "What? See that? You 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 see how the world is? Yes, because regardless on how people might treat you, they know that Christ lives in you. Yeah. You understand what and I'm they saying? They know that based on how you act. They know that based on your fruits and your character. Definitely. Definitely. So that that's why it's so important, guys, that when we when we get into the world, because we can't escape it, we still have to have that character of God. Mm -hmm. You know, um, but oh my God, I, Lisa, I just love this. I just loved having this conversation with you. What, what are your final thoughts on this conversation and this topic? I just want everybody out there to be encouraged. Um, um, not to compromise just standard for the world, never. Because, you know, we know what happens when we compromise is just death. Yeah. You understand? And we want life everlasting. Yeah. So we have to walk that narrow way no matter what comes our way. 
remain focused in God. You know, the, the scripture tells us, he that endured to the end, the same shall be saved. We know that things are, are going to come up against us, but who are we going to lean on? Lean not to your own understandings. Yes. In all your ways, acknowledge God, and he will direct your path. Awesome. Ani, I just love you. I really appreciate you for taking the time and sharing these lovely nuggets with the people. I pray that you all were encouraged. I pray that this card would have brought clarity and re revelation to whatever it is that you were seeking God's face for. And even if you were seeking his face for it, I pray that, that you receive that. I pray that as we go throughout this world, you don't let the world seep in and damage who you were called to be. Because that's what's going to happen if we allow the world around us to get into us. Like a boat is on water every day, but it sinks when the water gets in. Do not let this world so i hope you guys enjoyed it have a great day remember god loves you and so do i bye oh bye <laughs>